Welcome to a special Hall of Fame edition of the Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm your host, Aaron Summers, excited to be joined by longtime Saints wide receiver Marcus Colston. Colston will be inducted into the Louisiana Hall of Fame this weekend. Marcus, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? Well, first and foremost, I appreciate you having me on. Um, you know, it's, it's one, one day closer to to the weekend. I'm really looking forward to, to getting back down to Louisiana. Um, going in with a with a really um, really talented class of, of, of athletes and, and contributors to, to the sports uh, scene in Louisiana, and um, you know just just truly humble. Um, not something I, I can say was on my radar when I when I made the trip down to New Orleans in 2006. Um, but it's um, it's definitely a, a tremendous honor, and, and I'm humbled to receive it. It's been an incredible journey for you, starting way back when you were young not having any college offers, deciding to go to Hofstra. When you were playing in college, what did you think that you were going to be able to achieve at that point? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It, my, my goals never changed. Um, you know, I, even at Hofstra, I walked on campus as a freshman and, and my goal was to, to get to the league and play 10 years. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's a testament to, to the, the, my teammates. Um, in, in a lot of ways, we, we had just a really, a really strong um, group of guys that that were really, you know, locked in and laser focused. Um, you know, my senior class alone, we had three guys go on and play ten year careers. So, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to get to a to a school that that had a plan for me um, around a bunch of guys that that were hungry and, and you know we kind of pushed each other. You know, we 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 kind of subscribed to the mentality that iron sharpens iron, and um, you know, when you spend four four years with with a group like that, um, you know, it kind of helps prepare you. It helped prepare me for for what was ahead. And when I got to New Orleans, I was able to hit the ground running. Yeah, let's take it back to draft day, seventh round pick, probably not where you thought you were going to be picked if you're expecting to go to the league and play for 10 years. When <laughs> you got drafted, what was going through your mind at that point? Yeah, it, w- it was a long two days. Um long two days that that first day you know at, at that time it was rounds one through three you know I knew it was an outside chance I could go as high as the second round but um I wasn't really really stressing you know day one um you know but when day two rolled around the fourth round started I had a little intel that I was going to go early in the day and you know when you when you hear something like that it kind of sets your expectations mm-hmm. um so when you're when you're kind of expecting to go get picked around one o'clock um, and you're waiting all the way into the evening, um, it can get a little stressful. But, um, you know, ultimately, I just tried to keep the perspective that that draft day was just really the entry point. You know, it's just an opportunity. And, you know, my, my opportunity came a little bit later than I wanted it to. But yet it was it was it was still a door that that, you know, at some point I had to get myself ready to walk through. How much did you have a say in the fact that, you know, they wanted you to be a tight end and you wanted to come in and play wide receiver? <laughs> no say at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? You, you just got to trust. You just got to trust in your abilities. And, you know, w- whatever situation I was walking into, um, I was going to walk in and, and, you know, do the job that they asked me to do to the best of my abilities, you know. And, and fortunately enough, I was able to come to New Orleans and, and stay a receiver. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it, it turned out pretty well. 
yeah, I would say you had a pretty good rookie season, caught 70 passes, over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns, walking in, playing with somebody like Drew Brees had to be an incredible first experience. What was it like your just your first NFL year? It, it went so fast. Um, you know, I, I, I always talk about I, I'm a football fan before any of this. Um, you know, I've been a fan of the game since I was four or five years old. So, you know, I kind of knew I knew all about Drew when I got here. I knew what he had done in, in San Diego. And, um, you know, just to, to have the ability to play with with a quarterback of that caliber that early in my career, somebody that, um, you know, just this the consummate professional, the ultimate leader. And, you know, to have somebody like that kind of take you under his wing and, you know, in a lot of ways, treat you like a peer. Um, that was that was huge for me. Uh, that was a huge confidence boost. And, you know, the way that he worked and the way that he prepared as a young player, you just you just knew that you had to match his intensity every day. And, you know, what I started to figure out is if if I can if I can prepare, you know, even close to the level that Drew is preparing, I'm going to walk into the games and, and I'm going to be ready to roll. And, um, you know, we were able to to connect really early on and I just tried to soak up as much as I could. And um, again, it was just 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 having somebody with that kind of experience in front of you kind of leading the way, you know, it, it, when you got a good leader, you follow and you're going to end up in a, in a good spot. What's your relationship with Drew now? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great relationship. I mean, you know, the, the time on task that we have for 10 years, um, you know, on, on the field is one thing, but we, we've kind of seen each other come of age as, as, as fathers and, and husbands. Um, you know, so that's, that's been one of the cool things about the experience, you know, getting, getting a chance to hang out with his kids a little bit and vice versa. Um, you know, whenever I bring my son in, um, you know, to the practices, he get, gets a chance to, to chop it up with Drew, catch a couple passes. You know, so that's that's the part of the relationship that um, that that we'll have is is as long as we're we're on this earth, um, and that's one of the great things about playing this sport is, you know, it, it reaches the relationships reach far beyond just the, just the playing field. During your time with New Orleans, you became the all-time leading receiver in Saints history. Obviously, had a really prolific career. We were a part of the Super Bowl team in 2009. 83 yards, didn't do too bad there against the Colts. When you're looking back at your time with the Saints, what are some of the moments that stand out? Yeah, I mean, all, all of the moments that you mentioned, um, you know, obviously that, that, that entire 2009 season, um, that Super Bowl run, you know, that, that definitely stands out. But there's not, there's not a moment that, that really stands above the, the dome reopening in, in 2006. Um, you know, just to have a chance to be a part of something like that really as my, my first home game ever <laughs> because we, we played all of our, our preseason games in 06 on the road. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so for that to be my first experience in the Superdome, um, you know, just, just being able to feel the energy, feel the intensity. And, you know, that, that night was just so much bigger than football. It was, it was awesome that we were able to win the game, but – you know, I think just just the feeling leading up into that game, um, you know, just just knowing that you are are giving folks in, in that region just just a break, you know, a three hour time to breathe from what they had been through the previous year. Um, there, there's not a moment in my career that that stands above that moment um, just because it, it meant so much outside of football. And, you know, just to be a part of that and, and see what's happened since. You know, that, that kind of seems like the inflection point for for the franchise in a lot of ways. So, um, 
you know, just, just uh, that, that's the one moment that, that, you know, stands above the rest for me. Playing off of that, the community here, being able to be a part of it for 10 years, go through such a tough time in the history of, of this area and come out on top, bring them a Super Bowl. Now you get enshrined in the Hall of Fame here in Louisiana. What is that going to mean to you this weekend when you're standing up there on Saturday? Yeah, I, th- I think it's one of those things that that'll hit me, you know, as the as the ceremony is going, um, because like I said before, this is not something that was was ever really on my radar. Um, I'm clearly not from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my experience with Louisiana is just literally my my run with the Saints. You know, so so to go to to a, a state that, um, again, as a sports fan, I know the talent that Louisiana produces, the homegrown talent. Um, you know, so so to be able to get inducted into to the hall down there, um, you know, it's 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 a tremendous honor. Um, you know, I, in a lot of ways, I, I feel like an adopted son to 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 the city and to the state, and um, it'll always be it'll always be a second home. And now, when, once we when we get back down there, I got got something else to go visit with the kids. Yeah, you're gonna be standing up there with some pretty incredible names like Ricky Weeks, Glenn Dorsey. I know you've mm-hmm. been in these moments before with these Hall of Fame inductions, inducted into the Saints Hall of Fame, Hofstra's Hall of Fame. How cool is it to kind of look around and be like, yeah, I'm one of these guys now? <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's an amazing experience. And, and this one, this one in particular, just because it's, it's about the body of work, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to, to, to play 10 years at, at, a, at a consistent level, at a high level, um, you know, that's, that's what it was about for me. It was, it was a daily commitment to, to come in and contribute to the best of the, the best of my abilities and whatever my abilities were at the time. <laughs> um, you know, so, you know, just being able to reflect on the body of work and knowing that you're up there with, with folks that have put together a similar body of work, there's just this mutual respect and, and admiration there. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to, to getting a chance to, um, to meet everybody, you know, chop it up and, you know, ultimately come to the conclusion that we all have have a similar mentality. Yeah, absolutely. When you decided that you were done playing football, was it kind of neat to look back and know that you played your entire career in one area? Yeah, that, that was huge for me. And, and to be honest, that was part of my decision, um, you know, to, to hang them up. You know, I, I probably could have played another year, um, been a contributor on, on a roster. Um, but there were two things that, that were really important to me. Um, you know, I had my standard that I wanted to play to. Um, every year. And once I felt like I couldn't meet my own standard, I knew it was time for me to, to, to walk away. I didn't, I didn't really want to be a guy that was just kind of hanging on mm-hmm. to a roster just because I could. Um, and then when I started to think about it, you know, just uprooting my family and, and you know, just kind of shifting gears completely and going to a new team. Um, you know, after 10 years, it was just something that I said, you know, I, I've enjoyed my time with the Saints. Um, I know I can still play, but but I think this is a good time to to go ahead and hang them up and and call it a career. And um, you know, fortunately, I had some some stuff on the back burner that was kind of working for me, and it, it made the decision a little bit easier. But um, yeah, in hindsight, you know, spending all all my entire career with with one organization, man, is special. Um, you know, because there there was a lot of uh, there's a lot of lot of investment made on both sides, a lot of commitment made on both sides. You know, so to be able to end it with one team, one organization, um, and, you know, really in a lot of ways, just continue the relationship that's, that was built over 10 years, man, is really special. 
you mentioned you kind of had your hand in some other things, not living in Louisiana right now. What have you been up to the past few years? Yeah, the, these past two years in particular, um, I've kind of shifted shifted gears completely in my in my business um, focus, and I've, I've I've become an educator. Um, you know, I, I work a lot in in education and, and personal development. Um, newly minted financial advisor. Um, so my my goals and my my focus have really shifted towards towards helping helping people kind of figure out what their vision is you know, for their future and for success and, and kind of giving them tools to, to really make the most of it. Um, you know, I spent, I spent a good part of, of my, my, uh, my playing career and, you know, my first couple years out of the game, you know, in, in venture capital and, and that world. And it was, it was exciting. It was fun, but, um, you know, ultimately I got to a place where, where I realized that what I really wanted to do was, was help entrepreneurs, help executives, help athletes, you know, really figure out, those transitional phases in their lives um, because those are, are really where um, that, that's, that's where you can, you can get to kind of live in a passion and a purpose-driven life. And, um, you know, that's kind of what I'm focused on these days. You're somebody that's accomplished so much, maybe more than people expected you to, although you said you definitely expected it. What is it that drove you to that place? Kind of maybe some advice for some younger players out there. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a very very simple. Um, it's it's simple to think about, but very very. Uh, it can be difficult to execute. Um, but it's it's really you got to believe in you got to believe in your vision. Um, and there's always going to be people that that um, that don't see the same vision. There's going to be people that that don't think you can accomplish your vision. And that's 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 cool. Um, you know, everyone's entitled to their opinion. But my vision is my vision, and. Um, if I'm willing to go and put in the work and I'm willing to put myself in the right position day in and day out, um, I'm going to set myself up for the success that I want. And, you know, my, my career is, is really kind of a testimony, uh, you know, of, of that mindset and that belief, that belief system. And, um, you know, for me, it's never really been about proving other people wrong. It's been about proving, proving myself right, proving the people that have always believed and always have supported me. It's about proving them right, you know, because, you know, ultimately we're all making an investment, whether it's the workouts, whether it's the, the preparation, I'm investing my time, effort and energy. You know, there's other people investing their time, effort and energy and in, in supporting me. And, um, you know, ultimately it's, it's about it's about rewarding those people and, and doing it to prove those people right. There's always going to be naysayers. And, um, you know, when, when you do what you got to do, they kind of get proven wrong in the process. All right, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Predictions for the Saints season this year? Man, um, I, I think I think they'll be able to reload. I really do. Um, I think that the, the roster is really talented. Um, I'm excited to see what what comes out of this quarterback battle. Um, you know, I think, you know, just personally, I think Jameis has has a lot of upside that's just kind of been untapped. And I know Sean is kind of licking his chops. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, I, I think I think the the roster will reload. Um, the defense is 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 you know has been playing strong for the last few years. I think the offense will will kind of pick up, and and it'll look a little bit differently, but I think it'll be just as productive. And um, yeah, I, I think I think they'll make a playoff run. I think they'll surprise a lot of folks and make a playoff run. I like it. Thank you so much for joining us. I had a great time talking to you. We're excited for your Hall of Fame induction this weekend. 
and just appreciate the time. I appreciate you guys as always. Thanks again to Marcus Colston. That induction is this Saturday at the Natchitoches Events Center. However, we will be at the Saints preseason game against the Cardinals in the Caesar Superdome. Hopefully, we'll see a lot of you fans out there as well. We'll preview that matchup on Friday's edition of the Saints podcast. You can find our podcast on the Saints app presented by Verizon, Apple Podcasts, and of course, NewOrleansSaints.com. With that, I'm Aaron Summers. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek.